Hello and welcome back to another episode of Hopeful Moments Podcast. My name is Hope Boykin and through transparency and truth, sharing experiences, answering questions, which hopefully will help me grow in my own strength, I hope that this, these words of encouragement, these lessons that I've learned will be a benefit to someone somewhere. You see, I need to truly be true to who I am and can and am called to be. And I want every moment, every moment we spend together to be full of hope. Are you ready? Okay, me too. Let's go. Let's go. Let's talk. As this podcasting life is uh, still so very new to me, I had something planned to release today because this is my release day, uh, Thursdays now. I tried to make it Wednesdays, but my thought is Thursdays, Thursdays in the morning. Well, it is not morning anymore, and I wanted to, um, I was planning, I was editing, I was doing all of the things that I should do, and something just didn't feel right. And uh, I decided against it because I've moved in a bit of a different direction. Now, today... um, or if you don't know, I'm a member of the Alvin Ely American Dance Theater, and today the company is leaving town for uh, the beginning of the U.S. tour, the domestic tour, and I was feeling some kind of way because I'm not traveling with the company. I mean, yes, I'm recovering from an injury, I'm going to physical therapy, I'm getting better, I am truly on the mend, but I'm still not present, and I was uh, feeling apprehensive about it. Um, I didn't know how I was going to be when everyone is finally gone. I mean, you don't have to see everyone every day to know that you're still a part of something. But then when people leave town to go and do the performances and to be on stages all around the country, and my name is you know, listed as a member of the company, but I'm not performing, it's like, is this my, is this my cue? Am I supposed to be walking out of this thing? Well, before I'd even gotten to that, you know, like huge recollection today, I um, had physical therapy and I had physical therapy at the Ailey building. And it turns out that the time that I'm getting there to prep and warm up before my actual PT session, dancers and crew members are loading up on the bus. So I put my performance face on and I say hello and goodbye and see you soon and, you know, give them the updates all while thinking I'm going to feel some kind of way. It wasn't as bad as I thought, but I'm still having those, those feelings, you know, of discomfort. But whenever, you know, like I said, when I'm, when I'm faced with those things, I put my best face on. And, um, you know, there are many lessons to learn about, uh, that, that idea of faking it until you make it. Um, because that's what we do on a daily basis. That's what we do as performers. We, we hide the true feelings. But then I started to think that maybe it's not as bad, you know. Um, and I'm learning about my purpose. I'm learning uh, that, 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 that this job, this life, this um, form of expression is so much bigger than I am. So I, I'll give you one example. So last week I was able to, um, to go to a conference called the International Association of Blacks in Dance. And I was able to attend as a participant because of the injury. I'd gone before as a performer, I'd gone before to teach, but this was a different experience. And now I made sure to get my physical therapy in for the week because I can't have anything slowing me down, getting me back to my real work, to to the stage, to performing. But um, when I landed in Dayton, Ohio, I was, I, you know, I registered for the conference. I, I was given my packet. I decided what panels I was going to sit on. I watched master classes. I sat in on auditions. 
I think I saw more performances, more kicks and splits and pot of berets than I've seen in a really long time. But what I really walked away with um, from the conference was was a, a renewed confirmation about my place in the world of dance. Now, um, I know that I continuously talk about being enough and being beautifully and wonderfully made, but I wouldn't have to reinforce all of those things if I didn't need to hear it for myself, if I really believed it. You know what I mean? Like if I believed that I was enough, I wouldn't have to constantly say, hope you are enough. Um, but I was taught uh, in these four days in this conference that my presence in the dance world uh, is felt and what I mean to so many others. Now, it sounds a little, it is a little strange for me to even say it like this. And it, and it pulls on, on me a little bit because I don't want to sound cocky or conceited because there's a fine line with uh, being proud of who you are and walking in too much pride. But these are the facts. You know, I've been dancing a long time. And then, as people like to remind you, time always wins. You just get older. You can't avoid it. And then when you, well, me, <laughs> when I am no longer the flavor of the month, it puts a damper in how you move forward. You know, like forward motion is stopped. And then what do you hold on to? Is this now just a job? Is it a paycheck? Am I just collecting something? Am I able to hold my ground? You know, like, why am I still here? It doesn't even feel like that I'm needed or wanted all the time. And then I have to ask myself, well, why have I lasted so long? Am I forcing it? Is, you know, this is a long time. And let, then I listen to others complain sometimes about being overlooked or wanting to be in one work versus the other work. And I'm thinking, I'm living this exact life all the time. Every time someone new gets in the company, I feel shifted. I feel like I have to take a step back. So it's constantly forcing me to question what my worth is and how long and, and how much longer I should fight doing this thing that I love to do. Have I missed the boat even? Have I missed the boat to the rest of my life? You know, I've got really good friends who are getting married, friends who are having babies. Have, is, is, is this something I should have done if I had jumped ship a little sooner? Would this be the life that I that I was supposed to lead? I just don't know. I mean, I know I'm going a little bit far, but I did say transparency, right? So I'm trying to to be as true to my word as possible because I know that talking to you, whomever is listening, is also um, healing for me. So at the conference, hundreds and hundreds of miles away from where I live, um, and have planted roots, I'm meeting people for the first time that are telling me about me. I'm meeting people that, who've, people who are telling me that I've helped them, what my career has done for them, and how I've made them feel over the years. I was so overwhelmed by the young people, the teachers, the mature voices, even the legendary voices reminding me of my purpose. And it just, it didn't quite make sense. It didn't make sense to me because I don't always feel that way at home. You know, I feel overlooked. I feel like I'm underused. I feel like I don't necessarily have the voice that I would like to have. And then there's what happened today. So I'm going into the Yaley building. I'm getting ready for my physical therapy session. I'm in there. We're working hard. I'm feeling empowered thanks to so many people who were trying to get me back on my feet and back stronger. And, and then um, 
after uh, my session is over, it happens to be before the student um, uh, physical therapy hours that the students can come into the, the PT room and, and work out, stretch, and work on the reformer and do their Pilates and have their own sessions. I run into a young lady that I hadn't seen in a while, but I know she's at the school that we first met um, in Paris. She came to take my class in Paris uh, maybe two years ago. And then she made her way to the Ailey School and knowing that she is, she has this desire to dance. She has a longing. I mean, she's living thousands of miles away from home, away from family to pursue a dream. And uh, now that she's in New York, she's having difficulty transferring her love of dance, transferring the art of dance to her daily classes. I mean, I remember what that feels like uh, growing up or being a part of the school, or having to take the same class every day, having to hold on to the bar, or hear five and a six and a seven from the same teacher's voices. What is it that's going to push us forward when we're staring, and I've said this before, staring at ourselves in the mirror, half-dressed, comparing my body to their body, wondering why I'm not doing as well as they're doing. All of these things are fighting and they're fighting, they're fighting confidence. They're fighting, um, they're fighting strength. And insecurity seems to win. And we spoke for a little bit. She's lovely. We spoke for a little bit, and she showed me some of the movement that she's been working on and why it's so difficult. And I was, you know, just like, okay, let's break it down. And we discussed some new ways to find um, that, uh, some new ways that she can think about what she's, uh, how she's going to deliver movement in class. I mean, this is something that, that's rote. You, it's like brushing your teeth. You get up every day, you put on your dance clothes, you go to, to ballet, you go to Horton, you go to Graham, you do jazz, you do all of these things so that she can end up being where I am. She wants to be a member of a company. She wants to perform professionally, you know? And as we were talking, um, I started to look at her and realize how ordered my steps are. I was like, oh my goodness. Now, okay, I'm, I'm going to go back a little further. I felt my first sharp, serious pain in my ankle in September while in Switzerland. I struggled through performing. One of the things I loved the most, but I kept pushing. And then all the way through the middle of December, I wasn't able to complete this huge performance season that Ailey was having. And I had to have a surgery. It was the end of December that I had my surgery. I was feeling sorry for myself. I was weak and unable to live the life, you know, in air quotes, that I was meant to live. Oh, well, I was wrong. Yes, my body must heal, but it must heal from the inside out. I needed renewing. I needed to hear all of the voices of confirmation from the conference in Ohio. I needed to understand that the things I've been working toward and working on are important. I mean, I have been dancing professionally for um, over 25 years, but the last five years have been the biggest struggle. I've done every diet you can name of. I've decided to work out for, you know, two weeks and then feeling good and then it goes back. And then as soon as I work on this injury, then another injury pops up. It's just like you feel defeated and defeated and defeated. But, um, Again, there's something bigger, and my steps have been ordered. I am pointed down a path. Now, this path doesn't mean quitting. This path doesn't mean giving up. 
It just means that there's a, a pause where I'm supposed to learn something. And um, she needed me today, but I really needed her. I needed to be there for her, but she doesn't realize that she opened my eyes to the fact that had I not had the injury, I would not have been at the conference, and I would not have been able to be there for her. And my eyes started to well up because I have found a fresh purpose, a, a stronger purpose, a renewed purpose, a, a redefined purpose. And so if I were to give this particular episode a title, it would be Purpose Redefined. It's got to be my new hashtag because I'm so grateful and I'm so blessed for the opportunity to be able to use every bit of my experience to help someone. I, I just know that, that, that my time on stage is not over because there are people that need to see themselves through me. I know that, that this injury has not prevented me from being all that I am. It's encouraging a new all that I am. I am so grateful for the people that I met um, last week in Dayton, Ohio, and I'm so grateful for the physical therapists that are constantly pushing me to, get, to go forward and to be stronger, and I'm grateful for the company members. Uh, even a text I just got, I missed you today in the airport. I'm grateful for all of those things because they are reminding me that I have to redefine and redesign how I'm going to live. I've got to build on this stronger body. I've got to open my eyes and open my heart so that I can continue to, to be the vessel that God has planned for me. A long time ago when The Purpose Driven Life came out, and I'm forgetting who wrote it, so forgive me, um, but... I remember like on the first page of it or something like that, it says it's not about you. And I realize it's not about me. Now, I may have to listen to this episode over and over again to remind myself that it's not about me, but it's not. I am here for so many other people. I'm here for so many other souls, so many other artists, so many other young people. I am here to show you that it is possible. Yes, I've carved a path and this is my lane, but maybe you can use some of the tools that I've used. Maybe those young people can see themselves through me and see that they have a place. And I'm just so grateful and I'm so very blessed. This world makes so many demands of us to be like what we see around us, but it's impossible. We are fearfully and beautifully and wonderfully made, and we are made as individuals. We're made to stand on our own two feet and walk in our own path, and I am just so grateful for this time. You know, it's important to try to be our best selves, and we have to work at that each day. But what we can't forget is that there is nothing impossible for God. So until next time, thank you again for being a part of this hopeful moment.